right. So take. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. And hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of the rehearsal, a chorus podcast. And my name is Brandon. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm a baritone in the yes. Phoenix Gay Men's Chorus. Come nice on, baritone. Mm -hmm. And my name is Imran. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm a tenor too. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I do want to point out, though, to our followers, our followers, like <laughs> all three of you right now, um, Imran did not used to be a tenor two in our chorus. No. You I was... used, actually, I used to be a tenor two in the chorus, and you were a baritone. Yeah, we switched. And then, like, ships passing through the night. places. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so my voice got deeper, and yours, consequently, got higher. I, I don't know, maybe. I mean, I was a tenor one in high school, so. You were a tenor one in high school? I was. That's high. I know. I've actually been holding back, because I didn't want to take up the tenor one section. <laughs> <laughs> Your car is going to be keyed by all the tenor ones that I know, listen I know, to this. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Um... How are you? How's the week been? Good. I mean, so for everyone listening, we are recording on a Friday. So True. that's something to celebrate. True. We made it. God, we made it. Finally. It's a Friday. Yeah. But how are you? Good. Good. I am um, very glad that it's Friday. Um, we're approaching like what will be Labor Day weekend. So like I'm excited about a long weekend. I also feel like I entered this weekend or this week in like kind of like a I, it sounds cheesy to say like changed but like we had a very uh great week last week we did something really cool i know you're gonna remember what we did oh my god what um we got to go to just an amazing concert she's a little known artist she's kind of indie she's kind of just getting started out mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um i think she's gonna go places okay mm -hmm. cute yeah cute her name is Beyonce. I think I've heard of her. I think I've, I know you've heard of her because you were there. Oh my God. How could I forget? It yeah. was so good. The mic was on. Her vocals were fantastic. Mm -hmm. And it was definitely a one, once in a lifetime experience because I love Renaissance. Oh my and God. you know, my favorite song in Renaissance is Alien Superstar. You do love Alien Superstar. And it's Chez Tragique that... If you pay attention to the internet, the only technical error that's ever happened on Beyonce's Renaissance tour happened during Alien Superstar. Ugh. But it was iconic. The whole thing was iconic. True. And you want to talk about bouncing back after like a technical error that completely stops everything? That's like a masterclass. Like she like approached it and like attacked it when she exactly. came back. Exactly. Oh my god, I was so worried she wasn't going to come back, but she came back with a beautiful new outfit for Alien Superstar right. and shut it down. Right. So let this be a message to all of us chorus nerds and us chorus geeks that if our microphone goes out or if our music goes out that we do not run away and cry. No, that's true. Instead, we we attack it. Like, and sometimes people forget their microphone when they have a performance. Oop. I'm not talking about you, but we have a member that Forgot their microphone during a performance, but they slayed it. Iconic. Their was, song. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. So that was great. That was like, I felt like that was, that was something we've been anticipating, something we've been really excited yeah. for. We and go to concerts a lot. We do. Because um, we saw Taylor Swift. Yeah. Mother. <sighs> Disclaimer. If you are listening to this podcast and you think Taylor Swift is mid or you don't really appreciate her, um, you're probably not gonna like it here. <laughs> um, oh, we're big Taylor Swift fans, and we may reference her from well all the time. All the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We know her all too well. We know her all too well. <laughs> yeah, we have Sam Smith this weekend, mm -hmm. Jonas Brothers, mm -hmm. and we're seeing Pink as well yeah. next month. So. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah, I really like. I, I just really have enjoyed going to concerts a lot since um, since after the pandemic, since things opened back up. And I, I feel like too, like I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel like being in a chorus and like performing and hosting like our own concerts, you just have an appreciation for the the theater of it all and like the the grand spectrum of like yes, what you see. One hundred percent. 
and you know like what good performances are and you try to emulate that in your own stuff like uh, it's just we don't have their budget but <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and then you also understand like when there are things that go wrong you know mm. like with beyonce for example the sound going out you know we've had that and extra delays and everything like we have like at least some semblance of like what could go wrong and how performances could go and yeah. so it makes you just appreciate artists and what they do and you know we love live music love live theater yeah it's amazing and it's our our dream yeah. as the as, as chorus performers in the phoenix game men's chorus like but yeah perform like originals could you imagine like doing our own like real set in front of like seventy thousand people oh my god i'd be so nervous <sighs> someday but also clap for us but speaking of chorus it's time for chorus buzz (laughs) yeah (laughs) i know i know we have so much going on um this month and it's only gonna get crazier for us as we get into the next couple months but um we just had a really exciting fundraiser happen i don't know if you were you did go. I was. You were able to and go. I brought my mom. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. And Ron's mom is adorable. Thanks. Um, but you did bring your mom, and that fundraiser was um, our monthly chorus bingo, Broadway mm-hmm. bingo, um, which has been wildly successful. We host Broadway bingo every month, and it's always um, a Broadway musical theme. So this last uh, this last weekend, it was Dreamgirls. Have you seen Dreamgirls? I have seen the movie. I've not seen the production. Okay. The production. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie, but I saw the production. You went here. Yes. Yeah. At the Phoenix Theater. How was and that? it was so good. Oh yeah. my god! And I think they also mentioned that it was like the understudy cast or something that night. And it was that still like went. incredible. And it was so good. Oh mm. my god. Yeah. Yeah. We were. I was really excited. We were kind of like intentional. We looked at like what productions were happening um as we planned our bingo schedule so that maybe we could like tag on so mm-hmm. like dream girls is happening in phoenix theater and we were like come, come to dream girls bingo um but we made like eleven hundred dollars love that um the 30 30 40 which is like 30 percent of the pot raised for the raffle um that was like an all-time high it was something like 320 dollars for two people jeez so really really successful and um the gala fundraising committee is just slaying it doing amazing things yeah really are that's really cool yeah what else is new but um in the course something exciting happened to us we got nominated for an award Ooh, award winner well award nominee baby (laughs) almost winner (laughs) yeah so it was the arizona creative excellence award um also known as the new governance art awards in the una category oh yeah is that how you pronounce Mm -hmm. it yeah amazing Uh, I think so. I think it's Una. 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 The Una Award is named for longtime community leader and philanthropist Una Bupart, um, who celebrates individuals and organizations who have successfully fostered innovative collaboration and partnership in the creative economy. This award celebrates the power of teamwork, collective creativity, and the synergy that emerge, merges when artistic disciplines, organizations, or entities come together and when the creative professionals forge collaborations with with others in the community that's so so exciting that's i don't pretty cool i don't think i've seen us at least during our time like we haven't been nominated for an award no um and like what what an honor i know so this just means that like there's more to come hey. for us but like we're nominated with 31 other nominees on, on like three categories right yeah yeah, yeah I, I that's correct and like the Governor's Arts Awards or the Arizona Creative Excellence Awards, like they're some of the most prestigious in the state of Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think uh, we're going to find out who wins in October. October at, 19th. At, October 19th yes. at the Ace Awards. Um, and I'm hoping we take a win. Yeah. I want to I see a trophy. Do you think it'll be a trophy? Oh my God, I hope so. Like Or money. I mean, I think that's better. But... Or money. <laughs> 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 we are trying to go to Minneapolis. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, that'll be really exciting. So, um, also exciting. Yes. Um, Imran, why don't you just share with us how much our membership has grown 
this season and where are we at because oh. i'm hearing and i'm seeing that it's a lot but i don't know the numbers so. it's crazy so we got the official numbers and you know among including our 11 board members mm-hmm. um our director and everything we have 105 members in our chorus wow so our, our organization as a whole right now is 105 people yeah that is insane right i don't think we've ever so been we that have like, what, like 92 singing members or something like that i don't think we've ever been that large yeah we, i think the most we were was we were almost 90 in like 2019 total. that's right yep so this is like big i know and like i felt it on tuesday yes <laughs> yes to set the scene um we rehearse at parsons center for health and wellness in a big big kind of ballroom setting and um there were so many people there was like almost not enough chairs and that's rare. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But auditions are closed for the fall season. Right. So at least there's that. But now mm. we just have to make sure that, you know, we keep the retention, we keep the momentum. And I think everyone has been really enjoying their time. Current mm. members, returning alumni, and all mm-hmm. of the new members. It's, you know, we've only had three rehearsals, but it's been yeah. really great. And we also sound amazing already. I know you and I are going to pat ourselves on the back a lot during this podcast, but I want to pat you on the back. Oh. Um, and no, it just goes like every, just if you're not familiar with how choruses work, every chorus typically has like chorus leadership and what they call maybe like a governance council. And those people lead the chorus members and you and the rest of the governance council have slayed. Thank you slayed. so much. I definitely can speak on behalf of the Governance Council that we appreciate that. It has been a lot of work. But you're you going to tell them and they're going to get back to me in three to five business days. Yes, thank for you. sure. Is that where you're going? Okay, great. <laughs> Via email. No, but like we met a few times over the summer, mm-hmm. uh, planned our welcome back um, rehearsal and barbecue and everything. And, you know, we just want to make sure that everyone has an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. So huge shout out to the Governance Council. Um, it's really honestly an honor working with you guys. So yeah. I just can't wait to see what else we do. Cool. Yeah. But yeah. So there's also something else exciting in the course. We have what a season ticket. A yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, I've mentioned I'm the marketing director, right? And I'm also the ticketing manager for the chorus. And for the first time in a really, really long time, I actually don't know the last time that we did this, but we rolled out season ticket subscription package baby yes um so any person right now can go online and purchase tickets to all three of our main stage concerts this Mm -hmm. year um thanks for the memories a gay christmas carol happening in december diva divine a tribute to gay icons of music happening in march and encore our greatest hits um happening in june and People can go online right now, this very moment, and go and get tickets and get 20% off general admission and have a choice of whatever date you want for any of those three tickets. Do they need to be verified fans to get tickets? Uh, We (laughs) promise there won't be a queue to get into it. Um, But no, you don't need to be a verified fan. Just by visiting our website, we already trust you. Yay. Even we trust all of you. Even if you're a robot, so long as you have a credit card. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Just kidding. I don't want anybody listening like that, but too. But um, just really, really exciting. We've never, <laughs> we're going to be transparent with you in this one. We've never had our, our stuff totally together to be able to roll out a season package in a while. Yeah. Um, so the fact that we're doing this is just, I'm, I'm excited. People are already buying them. Yeah. We are just turning into a really, really good professional organization. A well-oiled machine, it. baby. Thank you. And mm-hmm. you were doing so much good work as marketing director. Thank Honestly, you. the graphics, the marketing that we're seeing on social media, the tickets, everything is just going off flawlessly. And, you know, I attribute mm-hmm. all of that success to you. Oh, great work. Thank you. You're thank welcome. You. I'll remember that when I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have a lot happening this month. Um, September is going to be, like, still kind of... Not crazy, but we're ramping up. True. Tell us what's going on this month. We have our chorus kickoff barbecue, which I'm excited about because we get to actually hang out with our members without having to deal with singing and learning music. We just got to hang out and be gay. Hey, <laughs> we do it so well. I know. So I'm excited just to have like 
a nice day where we get to you know chill and get to know people and yeah you know, just... i think it's so important too because um like you said we're an organization of 106 people at this point and um the new members i i'm, I'm watching the new members and they're, they're finding their way but it's hard to in a rehearsal setting like we're often in right like we need to focus and we need to be paying attention to what the director's saying so the fact that we've got like a social activity to kind of like bring everybody together before we really dive in deep it's gonna be really valuable yeah definitely yeah. helps with camaraderie too oh yeah love it yeah what else is going on i think towards the end of the month right yeah uh so this next um broadway bingo is going to be west side story Ooh. Mm -hmm. um which i love i love west side story mm -hmm. i have not seen west side story in a theater production i've only watched like the old movie and then i watched the new movie okay yeah yeah but i've just seen the movies yeah yeah i love the music so good also what happens at broadway bingo is uh we have performances so a chorus member can come and um sing to a karaoke track but they can sing to any song from that musical so who knows who knows maybe one of us will be singing maybe maybe yeah we'll have to hold auditions oh yeah 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 <laughs> but speaking of auditions hey auditions. we have auditions coming up for our show mm -hmm. so we're doing um our holiday concert which is basically a gay version of a Christmas Carol and so we have some leading roles as well as solos to go with that so are you gonna <sighs> audition um I keep going back and forth really yeah I would love to and then at the same time um and I don't know if any other chorus member out there listening ever feels this way but it's like second guessing yourself right yeah. like second guessing yourself and and also like the sheer number of people that we have our auditions, like our like people that want to get those roles, it's always been pretty high. Mm -hmm. And now with a lot of people, I'm like, what's that gonna look like? We're gonna need like a week of auditions, basically. Yes, truly, truly. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I'll, I I might throw my hand my hat in there. But... Why not? Huh? Why not? Why not? Yeah, just do it. Okay, Nike. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. Like, don't pressure me. No. Um, I'm on the. I'm in the middle. Okay. Yeah. I also like. I get in this, <laughs> you didn't ask me this question. You didn't want me to go this deep, but I'm going to. Oh, anyway. okay. Um, my anxiety when I hear what other people are wanting and it's also what I'm wanting to audition for, mm, I immediately okay. enter into a competition with them, even though we're friends, right? I'm like, hmm, well, good luck at auditions, girl. Like, in so my mind. So you turn mind. into Rachel Berry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen. Unlike Leah Michelle, I can read. Um, well, that's good. That is great. But no, I, I feel like I get into this place with myself where I'm like, I want that part. And then someone else that's really great will also want that part. And I'm like, I'm not as great as yeah. that. So I'm working through that with my therapist. But um, okay. It's not me, by the way. I'm not a therapist. True. So. And I just lied. I'm not working through that with my therapist. That's where I get it. It's... For me, and approaching those opportunities, it's kind of like a little bit of a, it's a little bit of mental gymnastics for me to to fight the imposter syndrome that like, no, I can't do this. And I, I should go for this solo and yeah. those kind of things too. Well, so. I think you should. It, you know, it's definitely great to just have those opportunities to even audition in the first place. Yeah. And, you know, you're a talented individual, you know, I've known you for like five years now, almost six. Thank you. Crazy to think about, but, you know, it's just... It'll be fun to see if you audition and what you get yeah. manifesting. There are roles in this one where it's like um, apparently drag queens. And I'm like, go off, girl. Could be a drag queen in the show, but um, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But I'm also really excited for a lot of other people to like try it out too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. What do I mean? Uh, I don't think so. I had a role last season you in our concert, girl. so you I was pretty girl. busy. Was yeah. And I think that, you know, don't get me wrong, I would love to audition for a solo in a role, but I just think that I don't want to overextend myself this season because also doing vice president work mm -hmm. and also I'm in the dance troupe. I want to just make sure I don't spread myself too 
too thin. Yeah. So, but regardless, I'm excited. It's going to be a great show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Yay. Everyone loves A Christmas Carol, and we're going to give you the really gay version. Mm -hmm. Is he, you know? I think he's, you know. You saw that pajama outfit. I did. <laughs> I did. I did see that pajama outfit. It wasn't straight. Nope. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> Do you want to uh, take a break? Let's take a break. Yeah. yeah. All right. See you in a bit. Yeah. All right. So I'm really excited about Why? our next segment um, because we're about to introduce the first guest ever <gasps> on the rehearsal Yay. podcast. I know. Yes. It means they like us. Mm -hmm. um, but this person is uh, someone who you and I both really admire. Um, he looked at us like we don't believe that. <laughs> you, we do admire you. No, I really I admire them. Um, they're a really close friend of ours as well. Um, they have a beautiful voice, but don't tell her we told you so. Oh, my God. Don't tell her. Uh, yeah. Earlier, you were talking about how you were a tenor one. Um, this don't person. tell her. Oh, oh sorry. We exposing me. You're about to learn. But this person is incredibly talented um, and very excited to introduce you to them. So without further ado. Please welcome Mike Just. Hi, Mike. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you guys? Well, just great. Thanks for coming. Of course. Thank you for having me. And for saying all those nice things when I'm listening and watching. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier, we talked about like the good things that happened to us this week or like the things that we've enjoyed or just like, how are things going this week? So how are things going for you? Good. Busy, but good. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's still summertime in Arizona. I work in the hotel industry, so it's been very busy, but... Had a nice monsoon yesterday that was kind of fun, made the weather a little bit cooler, and I got to see Beyonce last week, so that was amazing. Um, but it's been a very, very good week. <laughs> we talked about Beyonce earlier. Um, did you go with us? I did go with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I sat probably 10 rows in front of you, but uh, she has we walked over together. <laughs> she bought her tickets for phoenix first <laughs> we bought you somewhere else did you did you like it did you i did time? um i will admittedly say i'm not the biggest beyonce fan i think she's amazing um but i was absolutely stunned her vocals are phenomenal when she came out and was just like singing acapella i was like goosebumps on goosebumps so mm. it was awesome um yeah the show was great the it was it was a show she knows how to put on a show for oh, sure yeah. mm -hmm. so i was not the most excited going into it but Five minutes in, I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is a show. It's Beyonce. It was great, yeah. It's Beyonce. Yeah, she's she's amazing. She's an amazing vocalist. Yeah. As are you. Oh. Oh, you're like our little Beyonce. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you have a lot of history with the chorus, and you've also been in many other choruses. So I think share with our listeners and just, like, tell us about your journey. Like, how did you get started in chorus stuff, period? Um, so I sang at like a talent show in second grade. What did you sing? I do not remember. Probably like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star or something stupid. I remember having a cutout of a star. That's all I remember. She slayed. So it's probably, she yes. Slayed. House Down Boots, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. <laughs> <laughs> it was, and I don't know, like the rush that I felt when people like congratulated me afterwards. I was like, oh, this is fun. And I just started singing ever since then. So in second grade. Yeah. Yeah, I was in all the like choirs in elementary school, junior high, and then in high school I did like show choir and the like vocal jazz, all that kind of stuff. And then I actually went to college for vocal performance for one year. Realized that wasn't quite it for me. That was a little too intense. I like the fun of singing, not really the like You were in the, the like the racial yeah. barriers of the world. Yeah. Like. I was like, mm, I just want to be a star without going to school. Oh. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, I did, I still, I, even when I changed my major, I was still in um, multiple college choirs every year. And then finally joined the Phoenix Metropolitan Men Chorus, as it was at the time, in 2013, I believe. And was a member for about four years before I ended up moving to Denver. And then was a member of the Denver Gay Men's Chorus for a year, which was awesome. Um, 
like I said, worked in hospitality, so I moved around a lot. So then I was in Alaska for three years. And while I was in Alaska, I was a member of Alaska's Anchorage's first ever gay chorus, which was Sing Out Anchorage. Oh, and so it was really cool. Exciting. I got to be a member of like the first season. We only performed once, but <laughs> it was, I know they're doing a lot more um, since I've moved back here. So it was really cool to see. And it was a mixed chorus. So most of my stuff has been with just men's chorus. So it was nice to be in a mixed chorus for a while. Nice. And then you moved back here when? Um, two years ago. Nice. So, so what drew you initially to a queer or gay chorus in general? Um, it was just like I hadn't been singing for a long time when I moved out to Arizona. I think I lived here for like three years without singing, and that was probably the longest time I went without being in a chorus. Mm. And I missed it a lot. And I, but I still at the same time I was busy, so I wasn't really looking for anything. I just I knew that I'd missed that I missed that camaraderie and like being part of the group. And then um, one of the members actually approached me at a karaoke over in the East Valley, and they were like, "Are you gay?" Do you want to be a part of the gay men's chorus? Gay? And I was like, ha, is it that obvious? <laughs> she was singing Somewhere Over the Rainbow and she slayed it. No. <laughs> I'm like, hey, are you gay? <laughs> but no, it was, with us. it was really cool because I was like, okay, yeah. I'll... And then I waited another year after that to finally, like, oh, I even audition. looked it up. Yeah. And yeah. then I went and auditioned. Wow, you took and your time. I really did. And now I wish that I would have started immediately when I moved here yeah. the first time. But. It's been, it's been great. And like when I moved to Denver, I left here and I think the second day that I didn't even know for sure if I was going to be living there very long, I went and auditioned for the Denver Gay Men's Chorus because they were having auditions for one more day. Mm. And so I told them, I was like, I might not be moving here, but I might be moving here. And I want to be, I don't want to like have this missing time of my, the chorus. Cause you just, you get to meet so many awesome people. I've made so many friends through the chorus. And so it's just, I don't know, something that I will probably always have in my life now. Yeah. How has, um, we were talking about this, I think in the last, like in our last episode, how being in a gay chorus has like shaped our, our current like identity and our current, like current, for lack of a better word, gayness or like acceptance of our gayness. How has being in choruses like thrown you in that way or like introduced you to like different things? Um, I would say like being in the Phoenix Gay Men's Chorus helped me come out to my grandparents. Um, they wanted to come out to my concert. They were always very big supporters, um, but did not know that it was a gay chorus. And so that was a conversation that my mom and I had with them and it went over so well. But had I not been in the chorus and my grandma not wanted to come see me perform, who knows how long it would have taken. Like that definitely that helped yeah. move that along and i don't know i guess it just i mean when in the chorus like there's still like stigma outside you know of sure. the lgbtq plus community so like you you know you butch it up in the streets and things mm -hmm. like that at that work. Yeah, yeah at work um so just it it's nice when you're at rehearsals and when we're at like performances and things like that to just be who my true authentic self and not have to hold anything back and I don't feel judged for acting the way that I act or because I have a higher voice. I mean, my voice is sweet. I'm a tenor one. You have to have a high voice. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, am I right? Voice of an angel. <laughs> but no, that's amazing. And I'm really happy for you, especially with your grandparents. Like that, that's what our chorus really is all about. Just acceptance with ourselves and, and with, you know, the people around us. Yeah. But, and you're in leadership too, right? So you're, you're like us, pretty busy. Yes, I am the tenor one section leader, and I am the co-chair of the Pride Committee, and I'm pretty sure I'm on some other committees as well. The Gala Committee. The and... Gala Fundraising Committee. What other committee? Yeah, so, <laughs> so for our listeners, you will soon realize that a lot of our members like to be involved, which is, I think, really amazing. You know, everyone should pretty much dive into the chorus and really see the inner workings of everything. So mm -hmm. it's great. Sometimes too much. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, sometimes too much. Yeah, sometimes too but we're, much. It's collective. Collectively, we're all in it together. Um, but you're not alone in the chorus as far as like your family goes, right? Like you have someone in your life that's also in the chorus. I do. My fiance is the section leader of the fifth section, which is our non-singing section for the chorus. 
Um, so still a full-blown like voting member of the course, but not a singing member of the course. So that was something that I know we had years ago, and I think mm -hmm. it kind of fizzled out during COVID, as a lot of things did with everything. Um, but he really wanted to be involved, and he can sing. He'll tell you he can't, but he can sing. He just doesn't think he can. Now that you've said that, I've never heard him sing. That's right. Huh. In the car, in the shower. Oh. Yeah. We got to get it out of him. He's got to come on the pod. Yeah. He's got to come on the podcast. <laughs> um, and that's new. That 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 new position and him volunteering in that role is kind of newer. Right? Yes. Yep. So then it kind of gives him something to do. I know back in the day it used to be called like the Chorus Widow Club. Oh, and oh he hated it. So he's like, I hate that they say that. I'm not a widow and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah. no, but like... Because Tuesday nights we have rehearsal, yeah. and now uh, being in the small group, I have rehearsal Thursday nights, yeah. and then with the committee meetings. So it's not uncommon for three or four nights a week for me to have something course related. Right. And so to allow him the opportunity to have something course related as well definitely helps so that he's not just hanging out at home waiting for me to get home or something like that. So. And if you're puzzled by what that statement means, it means our partners and or our spouses who are not in the chorus um, sometimes don't see us for extended periods of time. Unless somebody was like, oh, they're like widows. <laughs> Hate it. Boo. It's, it's definitely a great opportunity for partners and, and friends to support the chorus and, you know, just, just be a part of everyone's lives. Yeah. So it's great. But what is your, do you have a favorite memory from specifically talking about the Phoenix Gay Men's Chorus? Um, I would have to say my very first concert, um, I got a solo for... Um, it was Matt Albers, End of the World. And he was actually supposed to come perform with the chorus, and he was not able to. And I ended up getting this solo, and it was my first time in the chorus, and they had someone doing the silks from the ceiling. And so, like, the words in the song were, I don't want to fall, I don't want to fly. And as I sang that, he was, like, falling down from the ceiling. And I was just like, wow, this is, this is so cool. There's, like, a man falling down from the ceiling as I'm singing, like, Everyone is watching the two of us. The chorus was the backup. Like it was just, it was one of those moments. I was like, wow, this is really, really cool. This is a real, this is a real chorus. This is the production value is pretty awesome. So I would say that's probably one, like just a personal memory for me that was like really cool. And then, I don't know, just in general, you, I've made so many friends from the chorus that like friends that I know I will have long after, like if I leave the chorus or even like when I left for the five years that I was gone from Phoenix, I still kept in touch with several people from the chorus. So like, I think that's to me is one of the best things about the chorus is I've made lifelong friendships and friends that I will have for the rest of my life. Mm. I have a fun question for you. No fun. Mm -hmm. The chorus, if, if the chorus could do any song, any song that you would like, and then you also have a solo in that song, what would you pick? Oh, that's a hard question. Um, hmm. You can take your time. We have plenty of time. Yeah, we can add in some little Jeopardy music or something. Oh, I really don't know. I refuse to believe this. I refuse to believe that... He's going to send us an email. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to believe that our sister, Mike Just, does not have a song. You want me to pick one? That she's like one. fantasized yeah. about. Oh, so she has oh, a yeah. catalog. <laughs> no, she has a catalog. <laughs> Let me pull up my karaoke. Yeah. All right, artist. Adele. Adele. I do. I like it would be an Adele song. Like I would love to do like I don't know some sort of just like me in the spotlight singing Adele with the chorus. Mm -hmm. My backup, yeah. Right. <laughs> Newer Adele. Oh, like I drink wine or something like or that. Like, like water I, under the yeah, bed. yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Fun. Easy on me. There's like a really cool oh, arrangement no. of that. That's men's chorus. I would love we'll to just do, do an Adele concert for you. Okay. Yeah. That would be I'm down for that. You. In the chorus, also got an opportunity to attend gala festival when it happened in twenty sixteen. That sounds right. Yeah, I wasn't there with you. I'm not sure. quite sure when. Yeah, um, in Denver, and we're raising all this money to go to Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, and we're doing all of that. But I would love to know, like, we've never been, and there might be people that are listening that haven't been that are getting ready to go to gala. Um, what can we expect? Like, tell us the things. It is so cool to see so many people that just love to sing. 
and are gay. <laughs> like <laughs> it was just it was baffling to see all the. I had never been to Denver before, which Denver is an amazing city. Um, I've been to Minneapolis. I hope that it has the same shine that the Denver gala did. I'm sure it will because I haven't seen all the venues, so I'm very excited for that. But um, it was just the whole like Denver in itself is an amazing city, and then all these people from around the world. It was not just the United States. There were courses from overseas. It was just, I don't know, just to see all the people that were there to sing and just to show what they could do and then enjoy the other performances. Like you can go and sit for hours and hours and just watch choruses perform. And it was like, you hear all kinds of music, everything from like sacred to secular. And I mean, you get anything from Adele down to the Bee Gees like there's all kinds of stuff it was just it was really cool it was it was it was an awesome experience and you can't by any means listen to everyone because there's like concerts going on at the same time in like four different places or more and so I just I remember it was just such a fun way to experience new music it's a lot of music that I hadn't necessarily heard. And then also I was like writing things down or like circling in the programs like, oh, this is going to be a fun song. We should do something <laughs> like this in the future, you know. So great way to also like, and a lot of courses showcase like um, original pieces when they're there as oh. well. So it like was... Glee. Like original songs. <laughs> Sorry. No, it was just, it's really, I don't know. There's something with that many people in the same city that are all there for the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it just, it makes you feel like warm and fuzzy inside, like to be able to be a part of that and just get to know that like, while you are enjoying all these performances, there are people that are out there enjoying your performance as well. So it just, yeah, it was, it was a really neat experience. And again, I had some friends in the course already, but then that, you know, you have a lot more time for like socializing and things during gala. Mm. Um, so like that really solidified some friendships for me. And like, you know, I got to meet some people that I had knew of in the course, but hadn't really spent a lot of time with and went to gala <clears throat> just thinking, oh, this is, you know, a colleague of the course with me and then came home with a new friend, like, because you have so much time to like explore and go see the city and then go to these concerts with people. And you just get to really get to know the people that you're in the course with even more so which i do look forward to that the course i believe is like over 100 people right now which is a lot yeah Yeah. so that's the biggest that i've ever seen it and the sound that we have is some of the best that i've ever 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 heard and like last we had rehearsal on tuesday and we were doing like wood shedding a piece and like the chords were just falling into place and normally it would take us weeks and weeks of practice i feel like to get there and there were just moments i'm like dang like our sound is really really good this course has really come a long way amazing i can't wait now you just i want to go now i know it sounds like gay coachella (laughs) isn't coachella already gay (laughs) okay yeah He got you there, bitch. I'm sorry. He got you there. You want to play a game? I would love to play a game. He says, fancy. <laughs> uh, so we have a fun little, some would you rather questions. Oh, God. Um, that are course related. So we will ask the question. We'll each get an opportunity to answer these. Um, but of course, you will answer first. So if you're ready. Do I get a buzzer? Oh, yeah. Eh. Not. <laughs> no. <laughs> You said I'm like Squidward. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so Mike Just, if you're ready for our first question. I'm ready. Would you, rather, you sound ready. All right. Would you rather have the power to instantly harmonize with anyone, but only while singing nursery rhymes, <laughs> or be able to imitate any famous singer's voice, but only while singing the ABCs? um (laughs) let me know if you need me to repeat those no i remember that (laughs) i was excited about the harmony one because i am horrible at harmonizing the way but nursery rhymes lit up and then the the disappointment i know immediately i am not a good harmonizer so and i do i learn by ear so i would love to be able to harmonize like instantly like that but, but only while singing, only nursery, while singing nursery rhymes. And I, I'm i going to have to go with the nursery rhymes because you have way more nursery rhymes. The ABCs is just the ABCs. <laughs> right. Granted, exactly. I can do it in like 87 different 
star voices, but it's still the ABCs. I'm going to have to go with the nursery rhymes. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree with you. I think nursery rhymes, because, you know, if you can harmonize with anyone, then you can just, like, get a job doing, like, children's shows, singing nursery rhymes, and then you can get the money. That's what I'm thinking, you know? Interesting. All right. It could be a singer on a cruise ship. Just harmonizing with nursery rhymes. Nursery <laughs> rhymes. Um, I'm gonna take the opposite. I, no. I want to sing the ABCs as any famous person. Okay. Because how many times? How many times do you hear somebody be like, "Ah, oh, this, this singer can just they could sing the phone book." Well, like, I could sing the ABCs, and it could be remixed. You could remix the ABCs with with this famous singer's voice, and it could <laughs> it could still be like top one hundred. How does one remix the ABCs? You Are you going to do it backwards? Or? Yeah. You just do them backwards. In, in different languages. Or in diff- yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Other in alphabets. Too. And if it's other languages, it might sound a little different and a little bit more lyrical. So. And, you know, if you put the alphabet together and mm-hmm. scramble them in different ways, they mm-hmm. become words. <laughs> and before you know it, I've got a whole song. So y'all enjoy your little shitty nursery rhymes <laughs> that you're harmonizing with. And I'll be it's out gonna there, be great. Adele, yeah. singing maybe C's in a different language. You get it. You ready for another one? Let's do it. Okay. Like just. Would you rather have to sing all your performances in an overly dramatic opera style or in a whisper quiet falsetto? <laughs> No matter the song genre. I'm going to go with Whisper Quiet Falsetto. <laughs> Why? Um, I don't know. Because I, I already sing in falsetto a lot. And I don't really whisper it. But that seems easier to me than singing in opera style. Because I'm not an opera singer by any means. So yeah. I think I would do better at the falsetto whisper. Let's try it. Oh, just <laughs> Did you hear that? I can hear him. <laughs> uh, I just heard a glass break. What about you? Uh, I, I, I agree with you. I think I would also pick the whisper. Um, one, because then you can blend with people. But also, like, you could just hum and not bother anyone, you know? And I always feel like I'm bothering someone. So whispering in falsetto it sounds like fun and you can hit all the notes be like ariana grande i'll wear an oversized sweater and get a ponytail and i'll just sing just like her it'll come in really handy with my nursery rhymes too i think (laughs) the harmonizing (laughs) oh now you're just combining what you yeah yeah also i do like the blending because that is a big deal because opera stands out Mm -hmm. true and to your point i will i will side with you both on this one wow because yeah it's gonna be rare but i will side with you both on this one so I'll just be whispering quietly. So we're doing ASMR podcast. Whispering quietly. Thank you so much, Mike, for joining us. Yeah. You are so very welcome. Great, thank you. See you on Tuesday. Thank you for having me. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yeah. All right, we're back. We're back. Hi. Hey. Um. So every episode, what we're committed to doing is we want to make sure that we. We tackle some of like the the coral topics that we talked about, right? And yes, and um, talk about like techniques, vocal techniques, and uh, how do we keep growing our craft, right? Mm-hmm. And those different things. So, Imran, hi, hi. What is this episode's harmony hack? Breathing, breathing. I know. Ugh, God, I forget to breathe. Mm. Actually, I struggle. Girl, same. I have asthma, you so like. Mm-hmm. Doing anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like <gasps> water mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, breathing is super important in singing, and a lot of times we have songs that you know we will have to hold out our breath for a long time right. while holding out a note and everything. But you know there are a few different tips that we can do to you know have a stronger lung lung capacity. Mm. One thing would be not what I'm doing right now is how I'm sitting. Mm. So I'm gonna actually just do it right now. So I put myself, yeah, put myself in place. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you're sitting up, nice and tall. Um, Your feet are flat on the ground. Okay. Chest out just a little bit, not like you know. You don't need to show your bosoms, all right? (laughs) Put those away. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So sit up, nice and tall. Feet flat on the ground. You want to also engage your core. So I'm not talking about a workout, but you know it could be a little bit of a workout. Having a good core support in singing will help with your lung capacity. And so that would be like 
breathing with your diaphragm. So what most people do when they breathe is they breathe through their chest, right? So if you're, you know, pretending to breathe now, you're just kind of using your chest. But right. if you kind of focus it on your stomach and your core. And deeper. And deeper. Yeah. So what what will help is putting your hand on your stomach and breathing up and down that way. Okay. And um, other things that you can do is short breaths, like ha, 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 and forcing your stomach to kind of hit your, your hands. Okay. Okay. So that'll kind of help you get into the mode of, mode of singing with your diaphragm. Mm. Other than that, with holding out long notes and having our, our breath, you know, lengthen out is making sure that we breathe in and hold it in for eight seconds for say, you know, like two measures of four, right? Mm. And then breathe out and breathe out as long as you can until you run out of air. Do that progressively um, as, a, as a vocal warm up, and that'll help your lung capacity a little bit more. You could also do that by holding in for uh, a longer amount of time, like 16 seconds up to 32. Go in increments of four, because it kind of goes with like our four, four time measure, mm. right? Um, and that'll just help us with breathing, you know, so we're not breathing at rest, as our director says. Mm-hmm. We don't want to do that. We want to carry our, our notes over. So uh, it's just a little tip for y'all, you know, to work on your breathing. <laughs> our director likes to joke sometimes when we are not holding out our breath or we're not like holding it long enough that, or we're taking too many breaths, that we're like <laughs> the asthmatic chorus, <laughs> <laughs> which I know you take personally. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, thank you so much for sharing that harmony. Anna. Absolutely. There breathing is important. Yeah. We need it to live. Cool. And cool. sing well. Well, we're going to go on break and breathe, so we'll be back. Yeah. Yeah! So speaking of breathing hey. and singing, yeah, there are a few songs that we sung at our last concert that, you know, involves holding our breath out a little bit longer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think those songs tend to be slower and more impactful. So mm-hmm. do you want to talk about one of the songs that we did? Yeah, absolutely. So in our uh, season finale concert born to be brave um we did surprisingly and i don't mean to be like shock like shockingly surprised here but when you think like justin bieber Mm. you don't think like beautiful ballad right not at all not at all um until you take one of his songs and you do turn it into like more of a beautiful ballad type of song yes um so in Born to be Brave, um, we're going to share with you a little bit of this performance um, from Justin Bieber's song that we did called Ghost. Yeah. Um, and in the story line of this, um, one of our members who was playing a character was talking about how he lost so many of his um, friends and also his loved one um, to AIDS, the AIDS epidemic in the 80s yeah. um, and 90s. And um, this particular version is really beautiful and also really hard to sing because it was um, really emotionally driven. Yeah, Um, it came after a monologue. Yeah, it came after a really, really touching uh, monologue that made the audience cry and also made Made us us cry. cry. But what Um, what were you thinking about during the song? Were you thinking about like, Dale and his monologue, or were you thinking about like something from your personal life? I was thinking, I wasn't thinking about anything from my personal life, but I was thinking about um, how that experience that he was sharing happened for so many people mm-hmm. in that time. And like, it's wild for us to think of going to so many memorials and funerals of people that, that had passed, like, that yeah and we we don't you and i where we're at in our age and our generation like we didn't see that we didn't feel Mm -hmm. that we didn't that emotional burden was carried by people before us um and i'm grateful but i'm also sad that so many people went through that Mm -hmm. and that the world lost so many talents yeah um, just a lot of incredibly beautiful people that were taken yeah. um, from something that, at the time, the government refused to recognize. Yeah. And so it's a combination. Like, this song makes me sad. It makes me also a little bit angry. But at the same time, it makes me hopeful mm-hmm. um, and appreciative. 
I think yeah. a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks I for asking. Up, yeah, of course. You want to make me cry again? No, All right, I was getting goosebumps while you were talking, but I actually ended up thinking about my grandma and my uncle yeah. uh, who had passed away within the past couple of years. Yeah. And it was, it was definitely a hard time for me. So a lot of the, the words that you don't typically make out in Justin Bieber's original song, yeah. you do when we were singing yeah. and following a beautiful you monologue, yeah, you, you know, that. you really hear like, I miss you more than words and everything else from that, that so song. Can't so can't be like, next to me, I'll settle for the ghost of you. Yeah. Right? Oh God. Is, I remember singing ugh. in that moment, singing that and just like, bawling yeah, my yeah. eyes out, missing my grandma and my uncle. Mm. Um, but it really does make you appreciate your life. The time that you did have with your loved ones yes. and, you know, especially those that were lost to AIDS. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So folks, it's your turn to cry. Uh, here is Ghost from the Phoenix Gay Men's Chorus and Born to be Brave. All right, folks, and that concludes another episode of the Rehearsal of Chorus podcast. We want to thank our friend, uh, Mike Just, for coming on the pod today. Thanks, and thank Mike. you for joining us on this musical journey. If you enjoyed today's conversation, don't miss out on future episodes. Make sure to hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Rehearsal Pod for sneak peeks, behind the scenes, and latest updates and a chance to engage with our awesome community. You can also reach, a, reach out to us via email at therehearsalpodcast at gmail.com. Your likes, comments, uh, and shares means the world to us. Until next time, bye! bye. The views and opinions expressed by our guests and hosts are individual perspectives and do not represent the entirety of the Phoenix Gay Men's Chorus or the Gay and Lesbian Association of Choruses.